On this episode of iFilmmaker, we're answering your filmmaking questions. Welcome back to another episode of iFilmmaker on the iFilmmaker podcast. My name is Ariel Martinez. I am writing solo today. So I decided to take an episode to really, well, first to answer your questions and to really give us a little bit of time uh, to catch up with some of our work. I'm talking about mine and Mr. Cerritelli. So we're actually trying to catch up with some some of our work. But at the same time, we want, wanted to leave you guys with an episode. So we decided to just do a quick Q&A with myself and uh, so that I can answer your questions as best as I see fit, as I possibly can. And if I don't know something, I don't know something. So and I'll let you know where we can perhaps probably find that answer. But anyways, this is going to be a very short episode. So here we go. So we have a question on Instagram. Most of these are usually uh, sent via Instagram. So if you guys are not following yet, you can follow myself at arielmartinez.tv. There's also an iFilmmaker podcast. Uh, Instagram account is at iFilmmaker podcast. And uh, there's also the uh, at film school account, which, you know, it's the biggest one. But anyways, uh, if you guys are not following yet, you can go there and pretty much ask your questions there. We also have a Facebook account at uh, uh, iFilmmaker podcast Facebook account and check that out. Anyways, let's go ahead and start answering your questions. So our first question comes from Brooks Sherman, Brooks Sherman on Instagram and says, uh, what is your number one tip for shooting a documentary? So before I decide to do any kind of short documentary and I, and this hasn't been true for my entire, the entirety of my career, this is something that I've, you know, I, I kind of discovered as I went, um, the number one thing that you should definitely make sure that, uh, that you have before shooting a documentary is if are you interested in the story because if you're not you're not going to really be invested in continuing to pursue the answers that you're trying to cover and that's really going to uh it's really going to i i guess make your work in my opinion is going to leave you with the work that is kind of subpar to what you're you're normally putting out there, you know, you're not going to be putting your full effort into it because you're just really not interested. So what I would always recommend is make make sure that the story that you're trying to tell that you yourself are very invested, are very interested to find out what the answer is. Um, and that'll basically make sure that you're you're keeping yourself on in check with regards to really giving a um I guess a good picture of the narrative that you're trying to paint or or not not even the narrative but the story that you're trying to tell in terms of your diligence and the excellence the level of excellence that you're providing for this job and you know you could really uh do an injustice to the story if you're if you're really uh dragging your feet throughout the entire process and you're you're the end work is just going to be something that it's not going to give justice to the actual story so you owe it to the story, you owe it to the people that own the story. You owe it to them to really do a good job with whatever story that you're telling. So number one tip, I would definitely say make sure that you're fully invested in the story, that you're really interested and that you really want to find out what happens. Uh, next question I am uh, comes from I am Arpon Bizwa. Uh, the uh, sorry if I mentioned that name wrong. Uh the question is, what DSLR do you prefer? So 
if we're going to rule out all mirrorless cameras and specifically talk about DSLRs, uh, I don't think, I mean, I haven't used the DSLR, honestly, in, in, in a while. The last DSLR that I used was like the Canon 6D and the 5D Mark III. I can only assume that the 5D Mark IV is obviously much better, uh, so I would prefer that one. Um, I'm, I think it shoots 4K, the, the, the 5D Mark IV, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, and the the megapixels are up there. I mean, I I again, I haven't really used DSLRs uh, in a long time, so I don't. I really can't give an honest opinion on that. But I mean, I would assume I would probably just start with the 5D Mark IV and basically compare all cameras, to all other DSLRs to that. Um, and I know that that's a very expensive one. And if we're if we're starting, if we're talking about beginners, uh. I would look into, I mean, if, again, if we're talking about DSLRs, I'd probably take a look at the Canon Rebel line. So EOS, you know, the Rebel line that Canon has, I'll, I'll take a look at that and uh, I guess compare the best one and see where your budget fits or sits in there. Um, And I guess, you know, I guess just to mention it, if we're talking about mirrorless cameras, I got to say. I got to say, I was shooting a wedding uh, the day before yesterday, and I actually got to use the, the Panasonic GH5, and it was quite lovely. One of my favorite features on that camera is, um, well, actually, I miss using the, uh, the flip-out LCD screens. Those are so convenient when shooting, especially running gun, as, I, as you all know I love to do. Um, but one of the things that I found very, very interesting and, and how well it worked was the monitor. That screen is really, really good, especially when pulling focus. I'm comparing it to the A7S, to the, the A6300. My goodness, I can really pull focus on that camera. Again, compared to the screen on this other uh, Sony SLR cameras, it's really, really good, very impressive. Um, so the GH5 is a really, really good camera. Uh, the A7S Mark II, Mark III, I'm sorry, Mark III has not been released yet. The A7R Mark III, A7R Mark II as well. Any of the, uh, the A6300 or A6500, those cameras are really, really good as well. Any one of those are really good. Uh, highly recommend those. So next question from Regard... Decador, sorry if I'm butchering these names. I'm you. I'm going by your handles on Instagram, so bear with me. How do you get a project to be distributed? Uh, social media. That is the way that I do it. Uh, you you have YouTube, you have Vimeo. I'm quite sure that there are several other accounts out there, uh, platforms out there that you can put your film on, and um, you could definitely showcase it on your. Facebook, obviously, on Facebook, Instagram, like nowadays, there should be no reason why more people are not looking at your work, um, especially with the relatively cheap paid per click uh, advertisements that Facebook offers. I, I think those are very, very cheap and very, very affordable. And uh, you guys should definitely take advantage of that when especially when showcasing your work, you might want more eyes to see it. So those are really, really good. 
Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, those are good. I've had really good success with that, especially with prom- promoting the podcast on that. So I've, I have, uh, no, uh, no complaints there. That's really, really good. So next question from Miss funny, Mr. Anthony Ceratelli asking, when is the A7S Mark three coming out? I'm right there with your brother. I have no idea. I'm quite disappointed, actually, because I, I really don't like that Sony is taking so long to to uh, to to release this camera. Like, what what what's going on? If I'm not mistaken, last year, well, not last year, when the A7S Mark II was released, uh, the A7R and A7S Mark II were both released within a week from each other. If I'm not mistaken, and what's going on here, guys? I really don't like that they're taking so long. Um, you know, more and more, and I got to be honest, more and more, I'm looking at that uh, Panasonic GH5 and GH5S looking really nice. They really caught my attention when, again, when I had some hands-on experience with it. Really, really uh, nice stuff there. And um, I got to shoot it with my uh, my Metabones. I'm sorry, the... The, the owner of the camera had a Metabone speed booster for Canon glass. So what I did was I just got my 18 to 35. I put it on there and it was nice, pretty re- relatively wide. Uh, and that's because I've never used a Metabone speed booster on the with that glass on my a6300 because it would make it an equivalent to a full frame camera to a full frame uh, uh, sensor which that lens is not for. And then you'll see that barrel, uh, the barrel of the lens in your frame. But with the A60, with the Panasonic uh, GH5, it didn't do that because it's a very small micro four third sensor. So widening, widening out the, uh, widening out the, uh, the, the, the framing would not allow, still not allow me to see that, that the, the barrel of the lens so it basically made it equivalent to using it on my A6300. So pretty much the same thing on that with the Metabone Speed Booster. But anyways, um, man, it really caught my attention. I'm very, and I've been looking at um, some other sample videos and just been so impressed with the image quality. And then if you pair that up with the Shogun Inferno, uh, which I am testing out currently, by the way, um, I'm trying to see if I'm going to make a big move with that. Uh, in terms of external monitor slash recorder, but we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted. But that camera has really gotten my attention, and Sony better release something really soon, or else I'm going to be making a decision real, uh, real quick here. Uh, but I'm very impressed with it, and um, again, I don't know when that's going to be released. Uh, hopefully, very, very soon. Um. So last question here, Nevin nineteen. In your opinion, do you need to get a film degree in order to be successful in the film industry? I've and I've answered this question several several times on the show. Uh, the answer is basically no. You really don't. Um, look, guys, I have yet to have a client ask for any credentials in terms of my experience, uh, in terms of my education. I not one client in my entire career has ever asked for uh educational references uh and you know even if they did i would i mean i would never care where you went to school if you went to school personally because what matters to me is can you get the job done 
And the only thing that's going to tell me that is the work that you have done in the past. So that's, that's the only thing I ever get asked for. Can I see some samples of your work? Can I see your demo reel? All that stuff is really what plays into whether you get that job or not. And again, I haven't applied to every job in the industry. Um, man, I can't, I cannot imagine, I mean, anything. And, and this is me strictly talking as a creative and I'm talking to other creatives out there. Now, when it comes to if you want to if you want to become a producer or something of the sort that doesn't involve creativity, of, you know, for the certain project, that might be a different story. Uh, and, you know, because I, I say that because I know that there are people out there that only want to be a producer. Uh, and then, yeah, you might need to have some sort of educational background, definitely some experience um, for the bigger jobs, obviously. But but strictly for creatives, I don't think that having a degree is going to determine your success in this industry. I think that your work ethic is going to determine your uh, success, your passion for what you do, because if you're passionate, in my opinion, you're really going to learn this stuff and you're going to really do it whether you have work to do or not. Uh, so your work, your passion, your work ethic in that order, your passion, your work ethic, uh, your um your, your 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 diligence with everything that you do uh, and the level of quality obviously is the biggest thing but I think that the level of quality really comes with your passion and worth that work ethic being in place right where it needs to be without those things I don't think that you can continue on in my opinion um, you have to be passionate about this work and uh, you know if you're, if you're stagnant if you're really comfortable with where you're at meaning you're not too concerned with growing, with bettering your work, with bettering yourself, you're not going to learn, you're not going to care the newest and latest techniques and how that can help your creative process with any project that you do. So if you're not learning constantly, again, that comes with passion. If you're not learning constantly uh, the newest and latest, uh, what's out there, um, you know, you're just, you cannot expect to grow as a creative Right. So, uh, again, in my opinion, that th those are really what matter way more than a, a film degree. So, uh, no, you don't need it. Do I recommend you go to school to film school if you can? Sure. It couldn't hurt. Right. It couldn't hurt to go to film school and learn some film history and learn the, the proper terminology for the entire industry, uh, the jobs, everything to network for sure. Uh, but it should not be the determining factor whether you pursue this uh, industry, pursue this career path or not, because uh, I certainly did it, did not do that. And I am certainly happy with the way things are going. Um, in my eyes, I, I've, I feel that I've, I'm reaching some sort of level of success and I'm still pushing forward because I love this stuff. I'm passionate about it. You ask anyone, they'll tell you usually things always uh, gravitate around uh, the our con in terms of conversation always through the film industry and and I just love this stuff I could talk for days about this so anyways that is my recommendation take it with a grain of salt know that I did not go to film school so I can't really give you an honest opinion as someone that did go to film school so anyways yeah just know that people have made it you know that did not go to film school and they're still there uh you know Quentin Tarantino one of the greatest directors of our time right now did not go to film school so you know take that 
for whatever you see it's worth anyways that that'll conclude our q a for today and glad you guys were able to join us if you're on itunes remember hit that uh give us a review we appreciate that it helps us with the analytics and and share this episode with whoever you think would be would benefit so don't keep this to yourself don't be selfish and uh thank you guys again for listening and we will catch you on the next episode later Later.